0: Good morning. Welcome to this episode of Reflective Hour with Tammy Tony Butler. I'm your host today, but we all know who the real host of this show is, and that's Christ. Today is a day of sadness for some, happiness for others, or joy. Where does your joy come from? Where does your hope come from? Holy Spirit, come. Have your way in this hour, in this time that we have together. As we speak your truth and look for peace in the middle of our circumstances. Joy in the middle of our circumstances as we tether in to the holy vine of truth seeking your wisdom your guidance and your understanding above all else help us to see the hidden unveiled truth as we listen to this episode of reflective hour with tammy tony butler The name of this episode is A Valentine's Message of Hope. As you're watching it, hit the like button, the subscribe button if you're watching it on YouTube. Go ahead and rate this episode if you're listening to it in podcast format through Apple or the other platforms. Happy Valentine's Day. My love affair with Christ is the greatest love I've ever known. A father I've never known before. Such love, such peace, such strength as I tether into him this day and every day. A message he put on my heart for today was about one of the greatest love stories in the Bible that can be found. In the book of Philemon, Paul's love for Onesimus, a slave, he looked to as a a child, a, a brother. Paul's love for all Christians, regardless of free or bound, regardless of race, social stature, or political party. Paul's love for a slave a fellow brother in Christ, resembles the love that Jesus has for all of us. for we are all sinners and fall short for the glory of the Lord. They were equal, both uh, slaves for the truth, for the gospel, um, equal and uh, united under one head, which is Christ. Uh, And we are the body, unified uh, in purpose. It speaks to loving your brother as you love yourself. And where does revival start? In the hearts of the people. With a heart posture of love, forgiveness. A heart posture of unity. For our fellow brethren. The book of Philemon speaks of reconciliation. It it speaks of freedom, love, true forgiveness. For we were all once slaves to sin, and now we have been set free to truly live, to truly be transformed by the word of God, by the promises of God's word and truth. For a lost and dying generation let's read some of the word now we're going to be reading in philemon the new living translation greetings from paul this letter is from paul a prisoner for preaching the good news about christ jesus and from our brother timothy i am writing to philemon our beloved co-worker and to our sister, Afia, and to our fellow soldier, Archippus, and to the church that meets in your house. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Paul's thanksgiving and prayer. I always thank my God when I pray for you, Philemon, because I keep hearing about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all of God's people. And I am praying that you will put into action the generosity that comes from your faith as you understand and experience all the good things we have in Christ. Your love has given me much joy and comfort, my brother, for your kindness has often refreshed the hearts of God's people. Paul's appeal for Onesimus. That is why I am boldly asking a favor of you. I could demand it in the name of Christ because it is the right thing for you to do. But because of our love, I prefer simply to ask you. Consider this as a request from me, Paul, an old man and now also a prisoner for the sake of Christ Jesus. I appeal to you to show kindness to my child, Onesimus. I became his father in the faith while here in prison. Onesimus hasn't been of much use to you in the past, but now he is very useful to both of us. I am sending him back to you, and with him comes my own heart. I wanted to keep him here with me while I am in these chains for preaching the good news, and he would have helped me on your behalf. But I didn't want to do anything without your consent. I wanted you to help because you were willing, not because you were forced. It seems you lost Onesimus for a little while so that you could have him back forever. He is no longer like a slave to you. He is more than a slave. For he is a beloved brother, especially to me. Now he will mean much more to you, both as a man and as a brother in the Lord. So if you consider me your partner, welcome him as you would welcome me. If he has wronged you in any way or owes you anything, charge it to me. I, Paul, write this with my own hand. I will replay it. I will sorry, I will repay it and won't. Mention that you owe me your very soul. Yes, my brother, please do me this favor. For the Lord's sake, give me this encouragement in Christ. I am confident as I write this letter that you will do what I ask and even more. One more thing. Please prepare a guest room for me. For I am hoping that God will answer your prayers. And let me return to you soon. Paul's final greetings. Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, sends you his greetings. So do Mark and Aristarchus, Demas and Luke, my co-workers. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Christ brought freedom and redemptive restoration from the grip of sin on the lives of people. Rest assured, freedom is yours. Freedom to love, freedom to forgive, freedom to give, freedom to live, one in Christ Jesus. Have you not forgiven someone in your inner circle, someone close to you? Does your heart harden when you think of them? Ask Christ to open your heart, to see them as he sees them, to unveil the truth and to let love reign in your hearts so you can truly be set free. Christ can transform the most hopeless relationship into a deep loving friendship, heartfelt obedience to the love of Christ. His will, not ours, a heart posture of obedient truth, not out of duty or obligation. Paul was trying to accomplish this by sending Onesimus back to Philemon. So unresolved conflict, worry and unforgiveness would not destroy the true message of the gospel. And the word that was alive in both men transforming both into the image of Christ, a pure, uncompromising gospel full of freedom and unity that the true love of Christ brings to all who find their hope in him. Christ is saying to the church, remember me in your hour of affliction, for I will be with thee in spirit and truth to free you from the bondage of sin. From death to life, that is what my blood shed on Calvary brought life, where there was death, spiritual death and famine. Eat of the bread of life, Christ, and never hunger again. Drink from the wellspring of living water and never thirst again. Let's look at John six fifty three. The tree of life version. So Yeshua said to them, Amen, amen. I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in yourselves. This is how much Christ loves us. Hope and healing are found in this unfailing truth. If we eat of him, if we drink of him, if we become one flesh with him, That's what that was saying, that we are to sit and commune at a table with Christ, being one with him, surrendered to his will and his call for our life. Because that is where true freedom comes from and lives in us, working through us to transform lives as we preach the true gospel, the pure gospel, the uncompromised truth of the word of God. Even if the 99 are safe, he always goes after the one. Are you that one? Are you lonely, depressed, full of shame, guilt, fear, regret, self-loathing? Are you bound by the chains of the past, bound by addiction? Break free today by seeking his truth, seeking the cross, seeking Jesus and finding true freedom as Onesimus and Paul in their love affair with Christ. Even though both were slaves in chains, both were equals, brothers in Christ, free and alive, even though they were in prison. Look to Romans 8 for a further demonstration of the truth and life that Christ bestows upon all those who earnestly seek him. Romans 8, and I'll be reading out of the King James Version. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit in Christ, Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemns sin in the flesh. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, For if ye live after the flesh ye shall die but if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body ye shall live For as many as are led by the spirit of God they are the sons of God For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but ye have received the spirit but ye have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry abba father together until now and not only they but ourselves also which have the first fruits of the spirit even we ourselves grown within ourselves waiting for the adoption to wit, the redemption of our body for we are saved by hope but hope that is seen is not hope for what a man seeth why doeth he hope for but if we hope for that we see not then do we with patience wait for it. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. We are one with him, one body unified under the head, which is Christ, united in a common purpose to bring freedom where there's been bondage, hope where there's been hopelessness, joy where there's been happiness based on circumstances. We are to tether into the holy vine of truth, knowing that we know that we know that God has set us free, that he loves us. He sent his only begotten son so that we could have life. That is the true love, the pure love that the gospel of Jesus Christ brings to this world. And that is what we celebrate today on Valentine's Day. Is redemptive, loving truth that frees us from the bondage of depression, addiction, loneliness, despair. He who the sun sets free is free indeed. Go forth today, walking in the freedom that this word brings as soldiers united for Christ to set as many free as we can from the bondage of sin And to know the transformative, marvelous truth and light that loving Christ and surrendering to his will for our life brings to us as the body. And that's today's episode of Reflective Hour.